0: Hey, what's up? It is the Manfuse Podcast. We are back. This is Kay Lee, your host, my co-host Ben H, aka Mr. Real Estate, riding next to me. So today on the Manfuse Podcast, Ben H is going to offer up some real estate advice to a good friend of ours who's dealing with a slum lord who has neglected and refused to fix a black mold issue that has been growing and festering for over 15 years. Now this asshole is trying to jack up the rent and still not fix the issue. What's the play here? Does the slumlord have a legal obligation to fix that issue? Can we use this as a negotiating tactic to acquire the building for cheap? I have all types of ideas running through my head, Ben H. will probably bring me down to reality. My buddy, an amazingly talented tattoo artist. You might have seen, if you've ever watched Ink Masters, his name is Craig Foster. He has provided me with the two sleeves I have on my arm. He is the godfather of my son, Kai. He is an amazing artist, an amazing guy, coolest motherfucker ever, one of my best friends. Well, he... We used to work together at Psycho Tattoo. As I've said, uh, when I first got a job there, he was one of the tattoo artists that w- was working there. And we have a a very long, rich history of friendship. Well, his mom had moved to a town or a city here in Georgia called Carrollton. And I think his mom at some point needed some help. Um, God rest. Uh, she is now past. Rest in peace. She was a great woman. A lot of... Uh, time spent with her, um, but he moved down to Carrollton, Georgia to be close to her and help her out in whatever way she needed. He decided at that point that he was going to open up his very own tattoo shop, which he did, and it's called Skinworks, and it presides there today. I am the real estate agent on that deal, so I don't remember if he found the building or we found it together, but I it was listed at the time. I represented him. And his first contract on that lease. Um, yep. The contract, I believe at the time, I'd have to even look, was a three to four year contract at, you know, a rate of whatever it was. It has now been 16 years. They have never re-signed a new lease. Because I believe at the end of three or four years, the owner, who has now passed away as well, um, and his son has taken over the real estate empire i haven't checked his real estate portfolio as of late but it was pretty extensive yeah they own a lot of damn property and from what you can tell they're pretty damn wealthy believe after three to four years i think contract was in place but now goes month to month so typically when a contract does end on a lease if Neither party presses for another signed contract. It's understood Yeah, it that just keeps going. It just keeps going on a month-to-month basis. I believe the seller has to give the uh, the the renter ninety days to vacate from that point if they want them out, and the renter needs to tell the landlord, "Hey, here's your sixty-day notice." Typical. It's, it's on whatever a contract. the contracts. Yes, yeah, I believe that's what I had put in there. Anyway. Yeah. So over the years. First off, has never done anything to the building. Craig had brought up on multiple occasions that some things needed to be addressed and it was just ignored. Craig put in a new AC unit. He just said, fuck it. And he started making vast improvements to this guy's property. And this guy had not done anything to it. Over the years, would come in and tell Craig, hey, we need to uh, increase the rent because normally when you stay at a property, just like anything, rates increase. That's property right. values go up. Rental rates go up. We're going to need to make some adjustments if you want to keep renting here. That's but right. that normally is a negotiating point yes. because typically when your landlord wants to raise the rents, um, there's probably some issues that you could negotiate to have f- fixed In that new contract. Right. Well, for the past 16 years, there has been an unaddressed, pointed out on multiple occasions, there is a severe mold and structural issue Mm -hmm. in the basement. To the point that when he would come in to not demand, but bring up the fact of increasing the rents, my buddy, Craig, the renter, would go, Well, let's go downstairs in the basement because you have seemed to have forgotten that there is an extensive mold issue in the basement, which is kind of unfinished, but nonetheless a health hazard, if I'm not mistaken. And at that point would go, you know what, let's forget about the rent increase Mm -hmm. because the cost... To not only fix the water issue, which is creating the mold, but then to get mold remediation on top of that. Mm -hmm. I don't know that he's had anybody look into it, but if you're a real estate owner or anybody in that business, that could be a very expensive fix. You're talking depending on how big the issue is, and, and I'm no expert, but if I had to guess by looking at the amount of it, 50, 70 grand. Structural issues where they've got to dig down to the foundation and make big repairs because water is seeping in through the brick in the basement or the concrete. Big issue. 100%. So fast forward 16 years later, no rent increase. Now my buddy has made attempts multiple times to buy this building because, you know, he's put a lot of money into it. Right. And even with the owner before he died, yeah, I'll sell it to you. But then when the contract came, I remember us writing a contract for it. But the owner's idea of what value he was going to place on the property was far away from what, what I believe the value was. Right. Um, and they never had an appraise; it never made it to that point. So here we are today. The owner's son has been, I'm not going to say harassing. Right. But has been coming in basically saying, I want to raise the rent by 500 bucks. And I believe right. the owner's son now is looking at it and going, okay, well, this never had a rent increase. Here's the deal. It needs yeah. to be at this amount where my buddy is like, I don't have a problem paying that 500 extra bucks a month. But every window is rotted out at the windowsill. Every window needs to be replaced in this building. This building is old. There is a mold issue, which has been ignored over and over. And he's pressing Craig to sign a new lease. Well, now his tactics have gone next level. So he contacts Craig. And now he's saying, for a buying price, he's saying that he wants 425000 for this building. Right. Which, there's no way in fucking hell. And not with the the remediation that needs to be done. Yeah. There are buildings that are similar that have been sold for 3 and a quarter. Mm. So if you want to take that and let's say those have no issues, right. New windows added on this mold, that's 100k right. easy. He's got 25-30,000 and it's a commercial property, you're going to pay more for windows. Yes. He needs to get this building for like 200,000. So the new owner has resorted to Now he's bringing in other real estate agents Mm -hmm. to show the property for 400. He's not saying, and I don't know if this is a tactic to get my buddy to go. I better sign the contract if I want to stay here. Personally, I told him, I said, first off, I don't think any new tenant is going to come in here and pay what he's asking with the issues in the basement. It hasn't been appraised and it hasn't been officially inspected. Right. Going on what I know, like, I'm not an idiot. Right. But my question is this. So now my buddy Craig is actually looking for a new property. First off, I wouldn't pay that. He's been a tenant for 16 years, paying rent on time every month, making improvements. He should get that building at a fucking bargain, in my opinion. He's not the owner. But here's my question, Ben. So now he's taking these tactics, and I don't know if he really is trying to put another tenant in there or trying to sell the building. My buddy Craig said, listen, you want four and a quarter, the appraisal is going to have to be approved for that. And there's no way that appraisal is going to come in. I said, Craig, wouldn't it be funny? You're a landlord. You have emails that you have sent his father and him talking about the unhealthy mold that has continued to grow For 16 years beneath your feet, OSHA would probably shut that fucking place down. What health hazards could you have been exposed to over the last 16 years? And that's not a tenant issue. I told my attorney about the situation, and mold makes my attorney horny. (laughs) Mold gives my attorney an erection like you've never believed. He is so happy right now.
1: Right. I have made his year. The question is, what's the end goal? We have to start with what he wants and work backwards from there. You could do something like that with the mold, and... Ultimately, he still has the right to remove you from the property as a tenant. You may try to sue him, but you agreed to continue to pay rent. The question is, are you looking for a dogfight or are you, is there a goal? Does it help us reach a goal? One way that you can do it is you can take the 425. You can get a mold remediation company out there to do a full quote. You can get a window company out there to quote new windows. You can get a roof company out there to quote a new roof. Structural you can, engineer. You right. can get all these people out there and you know it'll cost you a couple grand to do it, but you try to find you know inspectors that aren't going to charge you, but ultimately it'll cost you a little bit of money at the end of the day. Get the HVAC inspected. I mean, get everything inspected just like you would if you were going to buy the building. Mm. Then make an offer for what you feel is a fair price and also include that there's a tabulated amount here for everything that would need to be done in order to bring this building into not only a safe condition. It's got to be secure. It's got to be comparable to other know, properties. That- yeah, I mean, you know, it, it needs to be all those things. That's how I would proceed if I was him. I would probably get somebody like, mm, I don't know, Ben H or Kaylee to compile a list of comps I sent you the address. Compile, And I've already compiled a list of comms. Compile a list of quotes and to create a proposition, which includes a CMA, a list of repairs to be done, and an offer on the property, and a pre-qualification letter from a lender. And I would make it an offer, and I'd just submit it. If the guy turns it down or if he comes back or whatever he does, and he says no... Okay. And, and they can't, if they can work out a deal, great. They can work out a deal. If they can't work out a deal. Okay, fine. Then what does that mean for me renting this property? Am I out in 60 days? Am I out in 90 days? I would Since I'm not going to, since I know I can't buy it now, how much time do I have to go find a new space and get out of here right. and then begin that process? But I wouldn't do that until I made an informed offer. You know, maybe he's got some kind of contention with the guy. A person like me has no contention. I want to get a deal done. Hey, Mr. Seller, let me help you here. Let me Um, ask you
0: a question, and you probably can't answer this, because now now that I look at and and I think about it, what would OSHA say if OSHA came in and saw the amount of black mold in this basement? You've got 1,750 square feet being used on the main floor, and you have an equal 1,750 square feet.
1: The front's underground. I mean, he could get out of his lease. Well, there I mean, is. It's a month to month. Back. It's a month to month. But no, I know. But I mean, he could leave. They'd be like, "Hey, you can leave under law. You can leave. He can leave with no strings attached." Oh, why? Because of the the mold issue. If they come in there and they see the property, they're just going to require the guy that owns it to repair it. Whoever buys it needs to, if they're smart, they're
0: going to make money on the deal. You should be able to pick something like that up that has a hundred k worth of fucking repairs, not. Not little repairs, we're not talking about an AC
1: unit. Sometimes the best deals that you do are the ones that you don't do. Uh, That's our boy DT. And then the other quote from DT is, you should always protect the downside by buying the property right. Protect your downside not by budgeting repairs. You don't buy high and budget repairs, you have to buy it right. right. And so Craig has to determine for him, what does that look like? What is buying it right? There's got to be a line that's drawn to which Craig's not going to pay anymore and he's going to go find a new place to put his business. Right. So that we can determine what that number is, make an offer to the seller, a real offer to the seller for that number and explain why. And if the answer is no, come up with a plan to move forward on a different strategy sooner than later. Right. No, right. What's going to happen is somebody's going to put it under contract. They're gonna tie it up, cause you can tie it up for nothing mm-hmm. if you know what you're doing. Right. You can tie it up for nothing. They're gonna give and it's gonna na- stipulate that the tenant has to be out mm-hmm. before closing. I believe they're gonna have to give him 90 days, regardless of whatever contract it says. Okay, fine. So they got to give him 90 days. So why don't we make one of the contracts his contract? If he can tie it up, that eliminates any other buyer, cause the seller can't terminate. Right. So it's in his interest to tie it up if he wants to keep it. If he doesn't want to keep it, then, you know, I mean, it's... I just wonder now, even let's just say, fuck it.
0: What if five years from now, the result of breathing in black mold spores creates health issues? And this issue has been pointed out for 16 years with nothing ever done. And granted, I guess you could say, well, the the tenant didn't have to stay there. But it was always swept under the rug.
1: And... Like, you would have a. I would believe you would have a lawsuit. Potentially, that's the plaintiff, but the defendant is going to say, "Look, we had an arm links transaction with the tenant. They were aware, and we gave them the opportunity to leave, and they decided to stay. They are the ones who even brought these things to our attention." But I would. But then I, you probably could also
0: argue a good attorney, and and I, we, I could be wrong because we're not attorneys, but that's a health hazard. Whether he's in there or not, having a property that you are leasing out to the public that has those issues, whether it be Craig or the next person
1: or whatever, is a fucking problem. The big problem with mold is when it comes to disclosure. We see disclosure in the emails. Mm -hmm. So the, the point is that he was aware. He was still he was aware during the last however many years. Right. And again, to what extent? If you lose, you got to pay your attorney and everybody else's. Right. You know what I'm saying. And then if you win, what does that look like? What does the win look like? You I mean, know well, what the loss looks what's, like. What's what's the maximum potential? Yeah. What are we win? doing here? Right, you know right. what are we trying to win? I ju- I just want to
0: fuck with him at this point. I just
1: <laughs> for how much money? No. I you know what I'm saying. saying? I just <laughs> want I said, how much Craig, money you want to blow. I said,
0: Greg, do you not have an attorney <laughs> that you tattoo that would be like, oh yeah, I'll send
1: him a letter. Sure. You know if you can do something like that, but. Ultimately, you know, again, sometimes our our challenges are our opportunities. You know, this may push him into moving his location and entering a different stratosphere of whatever he sees his business doing, whatever that looks like for his business. This could be an opportunity for him to get out of the place he's been for the last 16 years. And maybe do something next level that he's always dreamed of doing. Move it down to a little bit of a better area. Sure, if that's what he wants to do, you know, and that could blow his business up. And then he could look back and say, man, thank goodness that all happened. Perfect. Because if that wouldn't have happened, I wouldn't be here. Right. And so it's my way of doing things is to just let it be. Mm -hmm. Be kind, be understanding, be whatever. Make the guy an offer. If he says no to your offer, move on. When one door opens or shuts...
0: Another one opens.
1: All right, this is the Man Fuse Podcast.
0: Thanks for listening. Out.